0: Welcome to the segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound, brought to you by Be Simply.
1: Sometimes I hear sunlight, I dwell on my past lives, act like
2: I'm just indeed.
0: Thank you all for taking the time to nourish yourself and to receive. And today we're going to connect a little bit deeper to your inner intelligence and how one uh, nurtures this by interacting with nature. So at this moment here on planet Earth, there's this uh, pool between constructs that have been superimposed On the natural design of this planet and this has been a long long told story that continues to repeat itself where uh, beings we'll call them all of human beings and other beings uh, superimpose uh, technologies and ways from beyond the design of this system on this planet And so I always encourage my students, you know, if they have a quandary or a question about maybe their habits, their behaviors, I always say, go out in nature. When I take people on a vision quest, we go out in nature and we are there with it. Uh, There are no issues in nature. It is completely calm. And to be noted, this is typically the number one request when I ask people, how do you want to feel today? And they'll say calm. And so that's because that's our innate way of being with the world around us. Also, this is how we harness our full potential by being in that state of being. Anytime we go into these other emotive states or mental states of being that just distract us or pull us away from that ever-present calm, Uh, There typically is some kind of upheaval, all these kinds of things that keep us from being in our optimal place of being. So when we talk about human potential, it's not really about, you know, taking a bunch of ice baths or downing a bunch of superfoods or hooking yourself up to a machine. Definitely not. Uh, That will advance your capacity to access your inner intelligence a few things this inner intelligence is something that is yours and it's accumulated you build upon it from this lifetime and if you're a one life one shot point of view a methodology that's fine you will build upon that throughout this lifetime And whatever you acquire here, you will take into where you feel you're going to go into the next. For those that have connected to themselves as eternal beings that continue, no matter where you feel you go, uh, you will also uh, harness whatever you accumulate, and those efforts will stay with you. And so as we're in this moment here on planet Earth and Uh, There are so many pushes and pulls uh, for creation, destruction, creation, destruction in a very intense fashion, like supersized. Uh, I want to remind you all that uh, we are in a physical vehicle in an ecosystem that supports you. And so your vessel in its purest form is here to carry you and sure you might have come in with some thing that is to benefit in your physical body or might be considered an affliction yet if you pay attention to that throughout this lifetime you will liberate that and that liberation is something that you harness and you carry into the next what is difficult right now is because we literally are in this like, the ninth inning, we've been in there for a while. And uh, people, beings, humans are getting anxious, and might feel uh, defeated, but you're not defeated. I want you to remember that you have this essence that is going to continue on no matter what, And so the way to deepen that relationship with your internal essence is to be true to it. And that essence does not require really anything yet. We are in a physical dimension and we have the gift of being human. It's very precious. And we have the opportunity to utilize that humanness to enrich Our eternal being and the reason for this is because a human being has a specific mechanism that allows them to access the divine the unexplainable in a special way and that expression is harnessed through your heart and while you may feel many things in your heart, if you move beyond any of that suffering or emotions, that support is there and it exceeds anything that you can imagine. And then in our physical dwelling, this is expressed as compassion, as empathy and kindness and generosity and peace. And when we do this, from a place of calm, our natural state of being here in this ecosystem and in many places across the vastness of the beyond. It will have the most potency. And so I encourage you all to really maybe take some time with yourself and uh, be with that because when you do a spiritual practice, Whether it's rooted in a faith or whether it's rooted in uh, some Eastern practices uh, that are scientific-based, meaning yoga, uh, Buddhism, Taoism, uh, some of the Vedic sciences, and even the Taoist sciences. That over space, you will start to see a level of contentness that arrives where you're not grasping. So initially when someone starts again, and this is an again process in their spiritual practice, wherever they're guided, wherever their destiny is in this lifetime, there is a tendency to grasp. And this is because we have access to a lot of information. Now, if you have physical books, I really recommend you read them. And be objective with the reading. You know, some of the books we have are manipulations similar to what occurs on the Internet. But the Internet is much faster. It's easy to manipulate your consciousness through digital means because there are so many artificial tools out there that can create a lot of smokes and mirrors. So... What that means for you is really a choice. And today I found this picture that I took, gosh, I think 12 or 13 years ago today. And it's this giant fork in the road. I was heading up with some friends up to Pasadena. And that fork in the road is uh, public art. It's, It's a literal fork in the road, but humanity's there. And I've been speaking to this and so if you take some space to really connect with where you reside, where you want to be, and it is a choice, you know, so it's not by accident that we have these mechanisms, these artificial mechanisms, and these natural mechanisms, and it's your choice. And so the, the important part is to access your intelligence in making this this choice. Because if you have a great affinity for becoming an artificial human being, uh, a robot, potentially, uh, there's a consequence to that. Uh, Because bit by bit, artificial anything will degrade your system. And on a soul level, artificial intelligence potentially could capture you. And what I mean by that is that this design and years back, it was called by a maestro. I know, uh, a black box. So these little phones and devices that we use are a black box and they, they can trap you, you know, and I think they're, I don't watch TV or any of those programs, but, um, and they have programs, uh, they'll trap you in there. And sometimes the mind becomes so overactive that you can get lost. And so when I teach people, especially about death, you don't want to be trapped in a delusion. And this will keep you from your innate intelligence and your ability to be objective with your surroundings and the resources that are around you. So, when they design these black boxes, they actually design them off an addiction model, knowing that it would create a a reward system that makes you want to keep coming back for more. And in Tibetan Buddhism, they would call this uh, creating a hungry ghost and potentially a hell being. And this behavior is very common when we see addictions and some mental health pathologies. And so to utilize this technology with great care and non-attachment is really important for two reasons, because there's no guarantee that this box that you rely on will remain. And so... In my lifetime this has only been here a portion of it but we're looking at generations that's had it almost their entire life and now there's generations that have it as an interface and their parents utilize it as that like something that they need to put in front of their child um, so when you want to access your intelligence you need to put this black box down and take a break and actually monitor the amount of time that you spend on it and chronos time again is another locking mechanism so if you put the black box down and let go of the construct of time and give yourself space to be this happens in meditative repose which we're about to do this happens when you go out in nature you will start to access your inner intelligence and what you've accumulated before here and what you're accumulating now. So if your wise self that's in there was to guide you, that's the question you need to ask. Is your wise self saying, hey, stay connected to this artificial intelligence? Or would your wise self, encourage you to get to know yourself even better because when this device vanishes or is no longer usable you will have to rely on yourself and if you have only nature to work with how are you going to interface with nature And that is something so powerful, and each and every one of you has a special, unique way of interfacing with nature, unbeknownst to you, and some of you will have different gifts than others, and that's because we're to help the whole. So if you really, really want to, the choices that you want to stay human and really like you were given this opportunity to be in a human suit and the human suit is going to show you where your inner work is. And the human suit is going to make it possible for you to access other interfaces with your eternal being, your inner intelligence. And the purest way to do that is with you, yourself, and I And then, as I started to lead in, when you transition out of the human suit, everything that you accumulated and earned will stay with you. In addition, you will not be grasping for a black box that can't come with you. Nothing can come with you. Not your family, not your friends. That's your walk to walk. And so that's how this device can trap you and create a delusion and create a false sense of a construct of reality. Furthermore, as you practice, especially with meditative repose, you will soften you will grasp less, you will feel content, and you will need less. And so when you realize that your past, your present, and your future are all cooperating at the same time, are all interacting, coupled with other people that are around you, their past, present, and future is cooperating and interacting with you that if we're distracted, we miss out on these subtleties of things that are arriving around us that we can examine and learn from and grow from and continue to build upon. So if you truly are inspired in this moment to continue down a path where you retain your humanness so that you can accumulate as much as possible in conjunction with this world, this beautiful ecosystem that we were fortunate to incarnate on and interface that intelligence without an outside factor attempting to control you. And simply, or and overtly, I should say, (laughs) um, and simply put, you know, I want you to just think, I have a big grin on my face, about maybe all the relationships you've had or you're aware of in this lifetime. And think about the ones that are controlling or were controlling, they might still presently be controlling. And I want you to feel with how that makes you feel, what happens to your physical body when you think of that controlling relationship. You have all had one. It could be personal, family, family. A colleague, a teacher, they're around everywhere. And when you feel that, for me, it makes my body constrict. So that also makes your internal essence constrict. And so the propensity oftentimes in our society is to please all those beings that control or want to control you or and or others versus leaving it walking away from it letting that control mechanism stay away from your preciousness away from your innate intelligence the same is true with these artificial mechanisms because they're attempting to control you and like any master manipulator they can make you feel good so uh you sit with that and you really start to bring it into balance if you so sort to of choose and that takes discipline and it takes a willingness to set it down leave it at home and decide how much of this is healthy what is the healthy amount of interface and i want you to imagine maybe go in your home later on today and pick up your favorite book and if you have a book, if you don't have a book, go get one. Um, and I want you to put that favorite book that you have a really good like resonance with, you really enjoy, and that it's, it's so special that you probably would never like give away your final copy. And I want you to lay it on your phone. And every time you pick up, go to pick up your phone, I want you to look at that book. And maybe ask yourself, is there something better for me in this book than in this phone? And yes, we use these for work, but that can all be in balance. And eventually they may not be here for us in work. So that's also something that your inner intelligence needs to prepare for, similar to preparing yourself for death. Because that is an unknown to you based on where you are in your own eternal evolution. That if you have so much dependency on this device, it'll keep you from doing your great work. It'll keep you from knowing how to walk through that gateway with grace, with stillness, with calm. So as we exit out of this short talk, I welcome each and every one of you to, um, during this time, to really go deeply into your eternal oscillating essence that's you that is yours that's so precious that I encourage each and every one of you to hold it protect it and if you have children and family please encourage them to protect it and this is really important if you have any faith practices that are asking you to do something with this essence that is not for the benefit of yourself and all in the eternal spectrum. Those things really need to be evaluated. So I welcome you to come up into an upright seated position and take a nice gentle breath in. and exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, I welcome you to follow your natural breathing pattern, staying in an upright seated position, bringing a soft gaze down to a point in front of you.
3: It is
4: beyond form
3: Look, it cannot be heard
5: It is beyond
3: sound Yeah. This it cannot be seen
4: it is beyond form
3: Look it cannot be heard
4: it
5: is beyond sound
3: Yeah. You.
4: It is beyond four
3: Look at
4: It is beyond four
3: Look at this sun it cannot be seen
4: it is beyond form
3: look at
0: Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual being. And then gently, without staying where your presence is, just recline into Shavasana, corpse pose, aka prone position on your back. Alternatively, you can curl up into the fetal position on the right or left side. And then gently from there, reconnect to your natural breathing pattern. Allow that to be your focal point as you lead into and receive these sound transmissions.
1: Nay. Nee. i e...
0: a soft gentle breath breathing in and out and as you continue to follow that breath I welcome you to just take another deep breath up into your heart and exhale out Again, inhale and exhale. Good. Again, inhale and exhale. As you continue to breathe in and out, I welcome you just to be where you are in this moment. And I welcome you to sit with your inner essence and intelligence. And if inspired, take some additional space this week to really understand and feel into uh, what you were destined to learn, what you were destined to master, what you were destined to contribute to the whole. Each effort has an impact similar to the bees that go to the flower, and then back to the hive. You don't hear any of them saying, look at me. Until next time, I wanna thank you all for being here. I wanna thank you all for spending the space, your precious energy to look in. I wanna thank uh, Random Rab, Dante Marino, and Kadri Scott We're going to exit out with another one of her songs, Sunbeam. May you all be kissed by a little sunshine today. And until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Sun shines
2: through my window to wake me up. Still smiling.